All right, here we go. It's time for Event News Update. I'm Ray Coob. I'm Marcus Goldman. And when you need to know. Get bent, get bent you win. Out of nowhere, it seems, this week, the Foo Fighters went from 0 to 125 by not only announcing their new album coming out their 11th, but here we are, which is an ironic title if you think about it, and they've given us the first track, Rescued, also thematic, and there's no reason to wonder why. Yeah, last year was an absolutely horrible year for the Foo Fighters, losing Taylor Hawkins and Dave Grohl's mother passing away. There's been a lot of anticipation about what the Foo Fighters were going to do and how they were going to do it. And we got a little bit of the answer with the new song in Foo Fighters fashion for them to surprise us with the song they love surprising people with music one of the many great things about that band is they use music to unite and bring people together and to heal they're advocates of it in so many ways The Foo's hit the road, starting with a little festival action starting May 24th in Guilford, New Hampshire. But you'll see them at Boston Calling, Sonic Temple, and Bonnaroo. I wonder when we're going to get the drum announcement, too. Definitely before Bonnaroo. <laughs> Speaking of drummers, we have an episode about the police coming up. And Stuart Copeland in the news this week announcing a new album called police deranged for orchestra and the first taste not so deranged but very tasty Yeah, Stuart Copeland's insanely talented, as all three members of the police are. And to hear them take these songs, give them a different spin, is really cool. And look for Stuart Copeland's Police Diaries later this year, a new book from the man. No surprise that when asked the age-old question about his old mates... Stu basically said that for honorable reasons, it just won't be happening. We can be friends 
as long as we don't try to work together ever again. Was that final enough for people? I think it was. President Joe Biden's always in the news, Marcus, but he actually makes bent news this week because he announced a whole bunch of people to the President's Committee on the Arts and the Humanities, including naming producer Bruce Cohen and Lady Gaga as co-chairs. Yeah, what a fantastic list. Also, John Batista, who is the former music guy with Stephen Colbert. but And now- a fantastic artist in his own right. And even bigger than Stephen Colbert now worldwide because of his incredible music. You've got George Clooney, you've got Jennifer Garner on the list, and there's a name at the bottom of the list that I think surprised a lot of people. This is how I found out about this. It was on Joe Walsh's social media, and that's how it caught my attention. Pretty cool. We'll put the link up on the episode so you can see the full list. I think it's great that Joe Walsh is on the committee because he'll be the no-bullshit guy that'll keep everybody in line. And he can go all night long. (laughs) Still. I was glad to see this week the resolution of the issues between the family and estate of Chris Cornell and his former bandmate Soundgarden over the music that he had created with and without the guys in the final weeks before his death. Here's the statement that I saw on the New Dragons Twitter page, which is the guys from Soundgarden minus Chris Cornell, New Dragons. Soundgarden and Vicky Cornell, on behalf of the estate of Chris Cornell, are happy to announce they have reached an amicable out-of-court resolution. The reconciliation marks a new partnership between the two parties, which will allow Soundgarden fans around the world to hear the final songs that the band and Chris were working on. The two parties are united and coming together to propel, honor, and build upon Soundgarden's incredible legacy, as well as Chris's indelible mark on music history as one of the greatest songwriters and vocalists of all time. It's the feel-good story that we needed here in the Bent News studios. I'm glad to see they got it settled. It's Marcus and Ray on the Bent News Update, and we always talk about the heat on stage. And I'm not just talking about bands like Ramstein when they always have fire all around them. I'm talking about, you know, the average rocker that gets up there with an instrument strapped on and, you know, whatever they're wearing. Well, Gene Simmons wears more on stage than most, and when the band was in Brazil during an unusually hot April... He got overwrought and was dehydrated, had to sit down and play a few songs while they finished the set. And I don't know. I've never seen the monster have to sit down to finish the set. Just hope that he's okay and that they keep him more hydrated in that giant suit that he wears every night. Remember, he's wearing that every night. You know... When three guys from New York go into the studio and they bring in one of their buddies from London, it could be eclectic, explosive. It could be all those things. The derelicts, Glenn Matlock of the Sex Pistols, Clem Burke of Blondie, Richard Lloyd of Television, and Yvonne Julian of Richard Hell and the Voidoids in the studio at Super Giraffe Sound in New York City. They recorded together and they're working on releasing their first music as a super group? A super punk rock group. Pretty cool. And Bob Gruen, the photographer, his son Chris came in to sing the lead vocals, and it's going to be the theme song for the upcoming docuseries, The Bowery Boy. 
Now, you know we're going to want to watch that one, pal. Oh, totally. That looks really cool. And speaking of our favorite time in New York City, punk rock and roll, we now know what Martin Scorsese's been up to. He and David Tedeschi are producing a Showtime documentary on David Johansson called Personality Crisis, One Night Only. I love it. The promos are awesome. <laughs> I'm seeing them everywhere. So we decided that we would do Buster Poindexter. That's me. Let's just dance now. Singing the songs of David Johansson. Who's that? That's me. Let's just dance. And so here we are, both of us. Let's just dance. Colombian guy cleaning his nails with a stiletto. We're trying to start a band. We need a singer. I'm in. Morrissey. He loved him some dolls. This is such fantastic music. The personality. I was dancing like a gazelle. Didn't you once get arrested for impersonating a woman? Yeah, I had to go to jail dressed like Liza Minnelli. <laughs> Can't wait to see, hear it, and maybe even smell it. It's New York in those days. You will smell it. Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band returning to New Jersey for the final spring tour show. Everyone I knew, Marcus, posting how wonderful the show was and what a great night it was for them after COVID has kind of gotten over. And the next morning, both Bruce and Patty Springsteen tested COVID positive. Rest easy, boss. Hydrate and keep listening to the Imbalance History of Rock and Roll. And please call Pierre Robert and do an interview with him. Bob Dylan in the news this week. An online film release from 2021 called Shadow Kingdom is getting an album release on June 2nd from the one and only Bob Dylan. And the original movie is going to be available for download and rental starting June 6th. So... Something new that's not quite new, or not as new as it used to be, from the man, Bob Dylan. It's really cool seeing a lot of new, old, unreleased recordings from the man, because this guy's never stopped writing songs at any point in his life, and we have so many songs unheard from this cat that are hopefully going to be released to the public over the next few years. Springtime for tours. Oh, it's the start of tours. It's announcements of dates. Jethro Tull plotting the much-rumored U.S. tour starting in August in Illinois and wrapping up at the beginning of November with three shows in the New York City area. And we were both pretty excited this week about the news of Extreme and Living Color teaming up for some touring. Not only are they playing Australia, but they're going to be doing some dates in the United States as well. And if you want to have a night of great rock and roll, these two bands will rock your face off the entire evening. They still have it. The first thing that hit my console was the September dates in Australia. We have a lot of listeners to the podcast down there, and it starts September 6th in Perth. 
September 8th in Adelaide, Melbourne on the 10th, Sydney on the 12th, and finishing in Brisbane on September 13th. If you're down there, go see it. It's going to be a great show no matter where you catch it. Another big tour announced for North America in July and August will feature those Great Danes Volbeat and our Pennsylvania-grown Hailstorm. This is a nice double bill. Begins in Toronto, Canada on the 12th of July and wraps up in Grantville, PA at the Hollywood Casino Outdoor Stage on the 6th of August. Links and details on our website, imbalancehistory.com. It's Crossroads Festival number seven this year. Clapton announcing this week who's going to be there. Quite a lineup, my man. Roger McGuinn, ZZ Top, Santana, Robbie Robertson, Stephen Still, Cheryl Crow, Buddy Guy, Taj Mahal's going to be there. Gary Clark Jr., I love his music, is going to be there. Joe Bonamassa, Jacob Dylan, Vince Gill, H-E-R, Jimmy Vaughn, and so many more. It's going to be in L.A. this year, September 23rd and 24th at the Crypto.com Arena. <laughs> I wonder if that means it's hidden. One of the greats in jazz piano died this week, Marcus. He was part of the hard bop movement, Ahmad Jamal. Started playing as a kid in Pittsburgh at age 14. He did so many different things in his life. Playing all over the world, passing this week at age 92. Godspeed. As we get set to wrap up this edition of Bent News, let's take a look at Monday's release of the imbalanced history of rock and roll. We are going to go to New York City during a sleazy, sleazy, dirty period around Times Square, New York. Punk rock, the alternative scene was blowing up. And one of the side stories that wasn't as big as the New York Dolls or the Ramones or the Dead Boys was a band called the Plasmatics. They're important and their story needs to be heard. And this is a wild fucking trip. It's the wrap up for Punk Rock Month 2023 out Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. And that's going to do it for this edition of Bent News on the Pantheon Podcast Network, a product of Dark Doc Media. I'm Ray Koob. I'm Marcus Goldman. And you know when you need to know. Bent. Get bent. Bent get. Get bent. <laughs> One of those. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.